0: So if you're going to produce a D&D film, who do you choose to compose the music? Danny Elfman, John really? Williams. Well, I mean, those are the obvious. No, I mean, those are the obvious. Uh, I would go Trent Reznor. It's funny. I thought about him or Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I mean... Because I, they I, do good soundscape work.
1: Yeah, and they have been shockingly good at it. Like, Reznor's legit won two Oscars for soundtracks now.
0: I say Ramin Jawadi. Okay, I don't know who that is. Game of Thrones. Oh shit yeah. Okay. Westworld. Yep.
1: He did Iron Man. Okay, this guy's got this guy's got some chops.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. He is freaking good. That's who I want to be scoring a Dungeons and Dragons movie. It's a Mimic. The Round Table Dungeons and Dragons discussion podcast. Where you never know what you're going to get.
1: Welcome to part two in our discussion on Dungeons and Dragons movies. Last week, we sat down and talked about the fact that we got a new D&D movie slated for 2023, and we looked back at the D&D trilogy that does already exist as of now. Suffice it to say, they're problematic, but there are some interesting lessons to be learned from them. After we kind of cover those movies, we pitched an idea for a D&D movie ourselves, and we had two very different scopes in mind, to say the very least. But we got really excited about the idea of D&D films, so we decided to indulge ourselves a little bit more this week and focus on what celebrities we would cast to make future D&D films as great as possible. Basically, Adam, we are now casting agents. There's a couch over there. Wait, that's a different type of movie. Anyways, I'm Dan. Across from me is Adam.
0: Unfortunately.
1: And this episode is called Concentrating on Casting. Hey! So we went a bit nuts. This was actually supposed to be a segment in the last episode that we've just become a new episode because we went a bit nuts and we had long lists for our casting calls. We discovered that we had more than enough content for a new episode in and of itself. So here we are. Um, If you're looking for DM tips or monster breakdowns or world building uh, tips or you want to hear one of us wax poetic about Eberron, it'll likely be Dave. Uh, It's not this episode. What this episode is going to offer is a little bit of insight into how we view the stereotypes present in D&D, as well as the real people we would use to solidify those standards or subvert the tropes. Hopefully this episode gives everybody some inspiration on how to see certain kinds of D&D characters from completely different angles. Normally when when we observe a character, when we observe a uh, either it's an NPC or it's a PC, Uh, We think of uh, class, a race, and then fill in the blanks with backgrounds and equipment, feats, gear, other details. We foresaw some issues getting into arguments about whether or not a certain actor or actress would make a better Bear Totem Goliath or Battlemaster Fighter. Some of them would be fairly easy to do. Others are going to be problematic, to say the very least. So we decided to separate the classes and races and just focus kind of on the basic level of stereotypes here. Uh, First, we're going to go through the different classes, keeping the various subclasses in mind. But we're going to be speaking in mostly general terms of the flavor of the class. Later in the episode, we're going to break down... Uh, who would be a good representation of the playable races. Also, we wanted to cast both men and women in the roles, um, so we'll be taking the time to answer our picks for each sex. Now, I'm sure you have your own ideas on who is going to go in here, and you're going to disagree with us, and we welcome it. Go to the Facebook or Reddit or Instagram. Um, our Reddit is mimic to yell at us or agree with us. But uh, reach out to us and let us know what you think about our casting picks here so adam hi
0: you've said very little so far i'm so excited for this <laughs> and i know we are going to argue
1: oh yes let's roll initiative and first we're going to look at the classes and the actors we would get to be stereotypical in those or roles subverting
0: the tropes i have subverted some i've, I've subverted this. some tropes okay. so let's roll
1: and we're going to roll once and just go with that order all the way through okay I got a 17. I got an 18. You, eight you son us. of a bitch. Okay. We're going alphabetical. Artificer.
0: All right. Well, I want to start with my female choice for this first. Okay. I am super excited about this because I think it is absolutely brilliant. And I chose Sigourney Weaver. Is that just like her in the mech suit in Aliens? No, ha- has nothing to do with that. I picture her in a freaking workshop. Like, barking orders at people. She is so grounded and down to earth. And artificers are all like, oh, look at this wacky shit that I'm doing. And I'm casting spells with a wrench. And I can see her as a mechanic. Yeah, okay. And I like her as, a like, a battlesmith.
1: Okay. Right? Yeah. Or
0: um, the artillerist more than the alchemist.
1: I'm 100% on there with you because I did the same thing with my pick. Sure. I just went with a little bit more modern and I...
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. She is absolutely she, killing it. Yes, yeah, so. she
1: is still absolutely killing it. But uh, I went Michelle Rodriguez.
0: Really? Yes. See, I avoided her. I avoided her because they already cast her. She's in the new oh, movie. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, yes, yeah, she's in the new movie. I But if I wanted like that, I was thinking like that hard-bitten mechanic level, uh, just awesome chick. Like, I Michelle Rodriguez, you'll never fail. And I said last week, I'm excited that she's in the new movie coming up, too. What about for
0: uh, a dude? Who do you got? Now, bear with me on this. Oh, no. I really, really, really like this for the almost absent-minded kind of uh, artificer. I'm thinking especially the alchemist on this. Cheech Marin. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that just a perfect... That's, like... that's...
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Uh, I got a new potion for you, man. <laughs> passes you well, over I'm, I'm not even
0: do the... I'm not doing the Cheech and Chong stuff, right? Like... As much as people will lean into that, he has been so good in so many other roles. He really and has, And he yeah. stepped out of his uh, regular... Stoner. Yeah. Like, I'm used to seeing him as that... Like, I'm thinking of him as the Padre in Machete. And he's done so much voice yeah. work yeah. with so many animated things recently that he's creative enough to work with, with a d setting. I mean, he was in freaking Lost as well. Was he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was dicking around in some of the flashbacks. And it's not just... Planet Terror or Chichin chong or Beverly Hills Chihuahua, like he has got a little bit more gravitas to him than Sure. And no. I want to see him do something dramatic, but this would also be a little quirky at the same time, and I think that's a lot of fun. For
1: my male artificer, I also went with a little a little bit of quirky, uh, and out of left field, um the Space Jam movie. If you say the Tasmanian Devil. I'm not gonna say the Tasmanian Devil. Um who is the bad guy of the Space Jam movies? Or rather, Space Jam movie? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito voices the like boss alien in that movie, and he's just scheming and hyper intelligent, like offering plans and shaking hands, but you know he's got something else going on. And I love that energy for an artificer where he's just like, yeah, man, I've, I'm on the same page with you. Everything's good, everything's a okay. But I got this cool, like, robot shit that I'm gonna go deal with. I'm I, gonna go deal with it. Like, I, just, I, I, I like the used I, car salesman that he always used to play next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm and sorry,
0: I need him now to just be Frank Reynolds being an <laughs> artificer. Yeah, yeah, that works too. All right, so next up is Barbarian. Sure, Barbarian. what do you got? Ronda Rousey.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that tracks. That's I just
0: leaned right into it. Sure. That is just exact. I'm, I sat down and I said, Who can I picture screaming while throwing, like, punches or swinging an axe? I, I, I kind of, I,
1: I, I went with the whole who can embody that rage and make me feel like that rage is controlling them. And I went Katie Sackhoff.
0: It's funny. I almost, I looked at her and Michelle Rodriguez and I, I yeah, went with uh, her.
1: I'm a big Battlestar fan. I, I've, I'm I've a big
0: first 90% of Battlestar fan.
1: I guess that's fair. But like uh, Katie Sackhoff has that ability to carry a scene with a sense of intensity. And is not afraid to throw down. And I wanted a I wanted a action hero level star, and Katie Sackoff has that
0: in spades. I don't need a barbarian to have big, deep character moments in a anD movie. I need them to rage and fight, and that's all I wanted from Fair. from this. Yeah. Which is also why I chose Shia LaBeouf as my <laughs> what the as fuck my barbarian actual cannibal si- Shia LaBeouf. Well, kind of. The dude is jacked. He's also insane. Yeah. When he sits there and and when he's like, you want this you want to go and he steps into a battle like those goblins are pissing themselves
1: i mean just watch his motivational speech where he
0: basically yells at you to just do it right, right. yeah i, I, I really f- i'm feeling that anger energy off of him and he will commit to a ridiculous level to it as well
1: yeah i i agree um for me i went with possibly the biggest baddest most threatening guy i could think of in hollywood uh, joe pesci I said biggest and baddest, not smallest and baddest. Uh, But I went Tom Hardy, mostly not because of Venom or Bane, but because of his role in uh, Peaky Blinders, which is so
0: just intense. And If, if you have not seen Bronson, Oh, no. and Bronson, yes. Holy shit, yeah, yeah. that is amazing. I
1: mean, I've seen a lot of Bronson because of that movie sure. and a lot of Tom Hardy because more uh, than I want to well, see of Tom Hardy. That is
0: swinging cod.
1: You're not wrong. Anyway, so who do we have for bards?
0: All right, female bard. And I went a little bit different on this because I wanted someone who is running a tavern. Okay. Dolly Parton. Oh, you just, uh, she's running Dollywood. No, 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 no. It she would just be running a tavern, and she is, she's got a Wanda magic missile underneath the bar, right? But she is going to get up and sing every night, and it is going to have magical properties to it. And, and she's got—I
1: mean, she's Dolly Parton, man. Like no one, no one can challenge her for southern
0: charm. And I just think it's—it's it's so easy for us. I sat there and I'm like, okay, who are the who are the singers? Who can sing in Hollywood? And man, I'm just. When you Google that shit, it is Selena Gomez popping up. When I went, I am not doing the younger generation.
1: Okay, right. I I went younger generation with it, and I went Anna Kendrick, uh, from the Pitch Perfect movie. She voices Princess Rose.
0: Poppy, and
1: she's not only hilarious and self depreciating Uh, like I can tell
0: that you are a father of young girls.
1: Uh, I mean, also she's yes, yes. She she's also not hard on the eyes. But uh, her musical capabilities, um, on top of everything, um, and she is just authentically charming. So uh, I went with Anna Kendrick. Who do you have for a uh, male bard? Bradley Cooper. Starsborn? Born. Yeah. Really, really showed his singing chops. Um, to have to have no, Lady Gaga no, 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 lean no, no. back and be like, "Oh my goodness."
0: No, 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 that's not why. He's posted up at the bar. He is macking on. Oh, you went went that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I went sleazy car salesman with mine. Of course you did. That's all that you are thinking of apparently in this episode. But
1: uh, specifically, I went probably one of my favorite actors in Hollywood who has voiced everything from um, a weasel to a chicken to to royalty, as well as been a spaceship pilot and... Everything he's been the main villain of multiple shows. Like in terms of just straight up range, I don't think there's a lot of
0: actors who compare, and it's Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk was my third choice for literally everything we're going to talk right. about today. I almost put in put him
1: in as a barbarian purely because of the clip of him raging about voicing Hey Hey in Moana, where he's just like, I went to Juilliard, and he's sitting there. Buck, 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 buck. The entire time <laughs> brings me so much joy. All
0: right, who do we got for a cleric? All right, I broke the mold on this one. All right, I wanted I wanted distinguished and calm, and I was thinking of the definition of uh, priestess. Okay, Ming Na Really, I really like her. She's going to be able to kick ass in a fight, but I can see her running into a battle with a shield up. Leaning down and putting a hand on someone's chest and trying to heal them. Uh, Mig Nguyen is in... Um,
1: Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., Mandalorian, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's in a bunch of kung fu movies. She can hold her... She's a great a actor.
0: Yeah. So I really liked her for that kind of calm and uh, composed. Okay. But totally willing to throw down. I went with
1: possibly one of the actors. I think that Game of Thrones did dirty the most. I tried to avoid Game of Thrones, but there was one I had to. There, I've got, I've got a few Game of Thrones actors in here. Um, I just thought it was low hanging fruit for a lot of it. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, but I wanted to give her a chance to really stretch, um, and and show what she's capable of doing, and that's uh, Lena Headey. Oh yeah. I mean, we see her with Cersei. She's able to carry that amount of gravitas that I think a spiritual center for a party could do. And I want to see her just not be the bad guy in a movie for once, right? She's just so consistently cast as the evil female role. I I don't want to see that. I want to see her take this spiritual wizened uh, leader of the party role and run with it. And I think she could do great things
0: with it. Who do you got for uh, your male cleric? I needed someone with just a shit ton of not charisma but gravitas to their voice. Okay, yeah. I wanted them to be able to stand up in front of everybody and when they drop words of wisdom, when they say, "This is the God and here's why," you will listen to Morgan Freeman. I mean, he's played God multiple times. I just think that he would slow the whole thing down and he would be the moral compass that people would listen to when the barbar when Shia LaBeouf is going off. Morgan Freeman will calm him down.
1: See, that is why I almost put Morgan Freeman in as my bard. That man's voice is constant calm emotions.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I, my bard needs to get his fuck on.
1: Yeah, okay, that's 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 fair. Are you trying to say that Morgan Freeman doesn't get his fuck on?
0: I, you know what, because because very much does. I share a birthday with Morgan Freeman. Do you really? Yeah. So oh, awesome. Him and Marilyn Monroe. So
1: <laughs> hey, yeah. There's a trend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With my male cleric, I wanted to go with somebody who I, um, I, with both of my choices, I wanted to go with the spiritual leader, someone who I think could be a bit connected to an otherworldly kind of source. Sure. And to me, there was no actor in Hollywood that could do it better than Mads Mikkelsen.
0: Yeah. You and I chose for the same reason. We just went with different actors on
1: it. Have you seen uh, the Arthur movies where Mads Mikkelsen is playing in them? No. The cartoon Arthur show? No, no, no. This is a live action one from years upon... And I think it had Clive Owen in it as well. But Mads Mikkelsen plays... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did
0: see that. I saw that in theaters and then promptly scrubbed it from my brain.
1: Yeah. That, uh, you know what? Fair. But Mads Mikkelsen was the highlight of that fucking movie. And um, his just quiet assertiveness is absolutely great. There's a movie coming out where he plays a veteran whose family was killed. And this is a completely uh, Norwegian made movie. Yeah. He is a uh, former special forces, all these other things. Like he's the action movie badass, but he uh, partners up with some of his buddies from the drinking hall. And it's, it's just a bunch of like chubby Norwegian dudes that he has to train to fight a gang who killed his wife and daughter. And, and, and you
0: said that sounds like a cleric to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I did. Anyways, right. who do we have for Druids? I very much had trouble with the Druids. Really? I found it easy. With my Druid, they were the last one of the classes for me to actually cast because I couldn't peg what I wanted. Each one of the subclasses are so different. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to just grab a hippie. Sure. And I went, you know, I have talked at length on this this podcast about how I want them to be of nature. I want them to be weird. I want them out in the world. I want war paint and and shit. Yeah. There's an actor that I like that I think she hasn't gotten enough dirty roles yet. Okay. Um, And by dirty, of course, I mean the gritty, grimy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's very polished in Hollywood. I really liked Tessa Thompson being drunk in Thor Ragnarok. And I want her to be weird and almost... I want that druidic flavor from her stepping out of the shadows in the dark woods. She's South Pacific origin as well, right? Like that's is she? I don't know.
1: I, I think so. Like I, I think she's had that uh, South Pacific feel, which is a very nature based society and culture as I well. I just,
0: I just want her to be able to kind of flex those muscles a yeah, little yeah, bit, yeah, and be weird because I think she can be weird. We saw her get weird in a couple of
1: things. I I went with the weirdest actress I could think of in Hollywood. Like, I I just went, who is going to embrace the dark, the... Christina Ricci. No, no. Uh, Helena Bottom Carter.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I have her later in something else. Yeah,
1: uh, and I went, if if I want somebody who is, like, druidess, worshipping the gods in the spaces of the stars, level of kooky dukes, Helena Bottom Carter... Plays that role so well. Um, she would be the mold that another actress would have to break to to get me to cast anyone else.
0: I like that. Yeah. Who do you have for male? I went some. I went dark. I I went oh, some. Okay. I would. I took him out of barbarian.
1: I I, I I had to move Mads Mikkelsen out of mine into cleric from druid. I was gonna have Mads Mikkelsen as my druid,
0: but this, this might surprise you a little bit. Um, Jason Menczukas. Okay.
1: You. I'll kill. Okay, oh,
0: hold on. Hold on. For, for those of you who don't recognize the name, you recognize the actor. Um, he, he's he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He he's- was Pimento in Brooklyn Nine Nine. He was Raffy in the League. He is doing a bunch of voice work on a number of things. He's doing, he did Invincible yeah, and he's in Big Invincible. Mouth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was in The Good Place. He's been in so many different things on television. He, he's the, I got one rule, no kids. Unless that kid's a dick. And then I'll make an exception. I just think that he will be walking out backwards out of the woods after like smearing like tiger shit on him. And you're like, no, 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 guys, this is for a spell. This is totally, do you want some? I just can see him being that level of, What's the word I'm looking for? He's counterculture. Yeah, that's fair. The way that a druid is counterculture. I went... uh, Also, I kind of want him to be in charge of a swarm. Like, guys, these are my friends. They're bees. (laughs) I can just picture him doing that kind of shit. Um, I
1: wanted somebody with a sense of gravitas who could carry a scene without saying a word. And please do not make him say words because dialogue is not going to be this person's strong suit. And that's
0: Keanu Reeves. I, I went just. Uh, I straight up refused to cast Keanu Reeves in anything. And yeah, across this, I just refused to do it. It
1: was—is that low-hanging fruit, just something too easy, or because
0: he's always Keanu Reeves?
1: Yeah, that's fair. I—I I think if there is anyone who is going to be able to carry the role of the druid the best. It would be him, but that's because the way he lives his life, I find, is very druidic as well. You know, martial arts and gun training aside. (laughs) Okay, so who do we have for fighters?
0: I didn't like your choice for Cleric. Okay. Lena Hedy is my fighter. Okay. She is tough enough, and she didn't get to throw nearly enough fists in uh, Game of Thrones. No, I agree. Right. She is menacing enough. I mean, did you see Dread? I did see Dread. yeah. She's amazing. She can handle this kind of role, and nobody's giving it to her. I want to see her kick more ass. Okay. And God knows she's able to put the emotions. She's such a good actor. She can really force that through just with a look. I went with somebody who I haven't seen in
1: an action movie in a very long time. Um, But same uh, same kind of level. I honestly think that she would be great in this role. I think she has the capability to be great in this role. And that's Sandra Bullock. I want to see her unhinge. And go with the fighter role. Just the military specialist. Sandra Bullock bores the shit out of me. Really?
0: Yeah. She's... She always ends up playing the same role. But... No, she always ends up playing Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is Sandra Bullock in space. Or as an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. Or next to Keanu Reeves. Sandra Bullock is good at what she does. Yes. But she does not embody a D&D class to me. She embodies Sandra Bullock. And I ran into a lot of issues with some of these iconic casting choices yep where i mean i got weird with the monsters which we'll talk about later yeah but but that's why i didn't cast keanu reeves or tom cruise or i didn't i didn't really cast a lot of a list guys no i wanted character actors for a reason yeah and sandra bullock is a list to me and so i steered clear
1: okay for that reason what about uh for your male fighter
0: obviously it is uh joe manganello really okay I don't even know if I pronounced that properly. Probably not. Joe Manganiello. Mang- I think it's Manganiello. Manganiello. Yeah. Name someone else that you think can swing a sword five times within the same six seconds for 30 seconds and not get tired. Joel Kinnaman. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, my guy will beat your guy.
1: Um, The reason why, have you seen any of the the first season of Altered Carbon?
0: No. No. Okay.
1: Um Joel Kinneman who is in Suicide Squad. Yeah. He's in Alter Carbon, like I mentioned. He's in a few things, but they're almost all action movie level things. Yeah, but um, he carries a gun. Uh yes, he does a lot of fisticuffs in in um Yeah, and,
0: but My Guy will swing a broadsword.
1: Yeah, but Joel Kinneman I think has the acting chops to go that next step. Joel Manganello, as much as I love him, doesn't have the acting
0: chops. This is a fighter. I don't need him to be the best actor in the world. Uh, I need him to... I disagree with you I because... I need him to lead armies. like my, Which means he needs to be charismatic.
1: He needs to be able to carry
0: I, a scene. I a think, barbarian's not going to be able to do that. I think that Joe Manganiello is going to be able to do that. I really do. All right. I think that he keeps getting cast as the big buff guy... So they're not giving him the range to do it. But you you watch his show. His there D&D. there have been a couple roles I also where tr- he he's done. I also tried to figure out who was in, who, what celebrities are in the D&D world and I cast them all. Yeah, no,
1: no, that's that's fair. And you know Joe Manganiello in an instant would be on board for a and d movie. Like it's surprising to me that he's not in the one coming out.
0: Yeah, I, I really, this is not me like throwing him a bone. This is like, it feels weird to do it without him. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what do we have for Monk's? Okay, so I've gone a little bit older in a lot of my choices. You're Morgan Freeman, and I've gone younger with a lot of my. And as well, Sigourney yeah. Weaver and Dolly Parton, like they're all up there. I went young with this one. Do you recognize the name Daphne Keen? No, she played X twenty three and Logan. Oh yeah, okay. I think that as a young monk, she was so stoic in that movie, and she could kick ass. I think she's a great young monk who's out there. Like when you see the whatever your plot line is and you see it through this person's fresh eyes and all of these the like, grizzled warriors and stuff and she's the fresh face the the audience's point of view you could follow her through this okay pretty easily you're gonna hate my choice I hate most of your choices uh, yeah I have a, well this one's gonna be special
1: um have you seen glow the gorgeous ladies of wrestling it's a Netflix show that's out right now no the main actor from that is
0: Allison Bree I like Allison Brie. Where she plays a wrestler. I have seen clips of her like kicking ass.
1: And she straight up kicks. She's my choice. For a monk, I I wanted to do away from the, like step back from the stoic and go more the skilled martial artist. But I didn't want to go like Kung Fu. I wanted to go more Western in the feel. So, um, because if you're not casting um, someone of Asian heritage in a Kung Fu role, you've got Iron Fist all over again. And no. So her capabilities uh, outside of like the jokes and everything from community aside, like she's got, she's got that humor. She's got that ability. She's got that acting prowess. I mean, you saw her in Mad Men,
0: this chicken act. I just have trouble seeing her sneaking through the shadows with a serious look on her face. I, I, after watching Glow, which is actually a good show, it's not
1: just a bunch of like chick fights. Um, it's, I, I think she could cover
0: that very well. She's got the depth. Who do you have for a male monk? I wanted someone who was grizzled. I want a warrior monk. Okay. And I leaned into the warrior side of this. Someone who I bumped out of fighter. Okay. And that's uh, Frank Grillo.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. So
0: for those of you listening crossbones. who don't know, he was crossbones in the Captain America movies, but he is always that guy. He is the the SWAT member number one in every movie. That guy is jacked. Mm-hmm. and he's scruffy, he's rugged, and he's going to give you a run for your money. He is always the toughest guy in the room, mm-hmm. but I really feel like he could throw down and Flurry of Blows your face off. I also think he's dark enough to do some of the shadowy shit for monks as well.
1: I I, I just had a thought, because I didn't have him cast anywhere else here, but for druids, pulling out Keanu Reeves and throwing in um, John Burtnaw. John Bernthal? Yeah, um, as a druid. He's a fighter to me. Uh, yeah, but like he's he's part... You reminded me of him with Frank Grillo because like they're fairly similar. I
0: thought about him as well for something later on in, in the episode and I actually pulled him because I already had Frank Grillo and I didn't want to cast the same guy twice. Yeah,
1: fair enough. Um, For me, I went with somebody who in Hollywood to me shows that stoic martial artist prowess best and that's Michael Jai White. Really? Yeah, I like him, man. I think he's a good actor. I just think he just has a shitty agent. So uh, Michael Jai White is uh, Spawn. He's one of the gang leaders in Dark Knight, but he he's Black Dynamite. Like he's that level of actor as well. But dude's got some serious martial arts chops, and sits there on he does. He's done a lot of advisory roles in action movies for like teaching normal action stars how to fight and
0: choreograph stuff like duke fight so who do we have for paladins based off of a single performance alone as the tortured enforcer of the law who was keeping secrets and had horrible things like revealed to them she is one of my favorite actors it surprised me because this is my actually my favorite choice of all of them oh really yeah is uh regina king oh off of what she did in the Watchmen. okay holy shit could she do an oathbreaker level of paladin yeah Right, or an oath of vengeance. Right, she's going to be your dark paladin. Her god has left her, or has been killed in front of her, or she found out that her church was super um, corrupt, mm-hmm. or something. She is out for blood. And she is going to do the right thing for the right people. And it's always going to screw her over. And she's going to handle the shit out of that. I wanted solid actors for Paladins. Yeah. So they're not just lawful stupid.
1: I, I, I wanted a solid actor as well who's shown us time and time again that she can carry a role of the lawman. She could carry the role of somebody who's got some charisma to them as well. Because if you're a Paladin, you've got to be able to have that charisma. I went with Gillian Anderson. For, for my paladin. Uh, and I just don't picture her swinging a sword. That's because she's never really done it, but she was in season one of American Gods on Amazon Prime, which... That doesn't
0: bode well for her. Which
1: doesn't bode well, but she's a highlight of that show where she shows that level of charisma and... and I she, thought neon was the highlight of that show. Uh, yes, but in a different definition of the word highlight. Who do you have for a male paladin? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. There's the Charisma.
0: It's not just the charisma. It is the charisma. But the way that he was stomping around in Looper. Yeah. Right? The way that he has been man on a mission in so many different things. And Dark Knight Rises as like the sole upholding. Like he was not boring in that movie. And he was the only not corrupt cop with Jim Gordon.
1: You see his acting. sorry. His fighting chops in movies like Inception.
0: Yeah. Right? Like the dude can handle it. I like him as a paladin.
1: Um, I went, so you know how you were like mostly going old and then you kind of broke the mold to go young. Um, I, I, I did the opposite. I've been mostly going young, but I broke the mold. I want that wizened, um, just dragging himself through glass to, to do what's right. I want Bob Odenkirk. You just better called Soul? Well, no. He recently came out with a movie called Nobody, where he is playing a ex- special forces guy who's having, like, it's a common trope in Hollywood, but it showed his action chops. Dude can actually carry it. He's won a couple Emmys, not just for his acting, with Better Call Saul and everything else, but he's a skilled writer as well. Uh, he's got some wit. He's got the charisma that I'm looking for with a paladin. I want to see a Bob Odenkirk level actor swinging a mace around why do you always do this with your paladins? All your paladins are old guys. I I think it's just because uh, they have that authoritarian quality to them that I, I I need to see in a paladin. I don't see a lot of paladins being like in training when I play them. I have to like push myself to see them outside of that, and like seeing Bob Odin uh, Bob Odenkirk wearing full plate mail armor walking down ripping apart uh, trainees for doing their shit wrong and Knight Templar level stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Him. Right. I almost did Liam
0: Neeson, but... um, You are just so, so consistent with how you do your paladins. <laughs> All right. So for Ranger. Sure. I wanted someone who I have seen kick ass. Yep. I wanted to lean into the Marshall, but I also wanted someone who can get a little bit not quite druid level of weird, but super impressed me in everything that she's done. And that was uh, Lepido Nyong'o. Oh, okay. She kicked ass in Black Panther. She was captivating and weird in Us. She's already handled weird fantasy shit with Star Wars. She's got the acting chops from 12 Years a Slave. I, and I really like the idea of her being part of the natural world and a protector of it. Okay. I see her animal companion as a panther, and not because of Black Panther, but just like the two of them, this is the this is your gloom stalker. Okay, I, I can just picture her leading a, a group into a dungeon or into a cave system with like her finger up against her lips, and she's going to stealth her way in.
1: I went with an actress who we've seen in a lot of these kind of movies. She is. Often playing that very, very martially-minded, very, very combat-minded character. Um, But she broke the mold when she played Uhura in Star Trek. I went with Zoe Saldana, right? Um, We see her action chops with Guardians of the Galaxy as she's Gamora, right? But uh, we see her kind of weird nature shit
0: with Avatar as well. I specifically did not cast her anything because she's done so many sci-fi things. She's already... She's already been Star Trek and Guardians yeah. and Avatar and... Just, There's a lot of sci-fi. There's not a lot of fantasy. No, but... I want to I want to see her like slinging a
1: bow or... I envision her more as a... Like not with an animal companion because, I mean, she's got Rocket in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, so... <sighs> <laughs>
0: um, my male choice is Jon Cho, actually. Speaking of Star Trek reboot. Okay. I want him to be the Horizon Walker
1: yeah and i mean you see his act uh, his action chops in the star trek movies as well yeah because like him slinging that sword around i'm like
0: this is harold what what is harold and kumar doing here if he says come with me if you want to live i'm listening he will show up and save people i also think that he deserves a really good death scene in a movie
1: i went with uh steven yuen I mean, Walking Dead really showcased everything he needed to do as a ranger, right? I recently have been falling in love with him again as Invincible. He is the voice actor for Invincible. And this level of discovery and commitment that he has. He just doesn't right?
0: feel like a master of nature to me.
1: I No, I honestly think he could pull it off very, very well. Let's let's go from the master of nature to the master
0: of the shadows in the urban sprawl our rogues. Who do you have for your female rogue? I wanted someone who would be very comfortable in an urban setting in a in like a tavern setting and I cast entirely based off of attitude. Okay? Okay. This is your traditional rogue that is not necessarily edgy but is not impressed with your shit. Okay. Zendaya. Oh, yeah. Okay i'm with you on that one she's a thief she's a pickpocket for me right she's gonna have the ability to i mean we've seen her dance and like she she has the um acrobatics yeah no not charisma she's got the acrobatics and the physicality to be able to sneak up and like run across beams in a ceiling right a a vaulted ceiling she's Mm -hmm. going to be able to climb up poles and down ropes and stuff like that but she's also not going to take your shit and every time that one of the others is popping off at the mouth. She's going to sit there and just like raise an eyebrow and go, really? Is that? Okay. By the way, I took your gold. Yeah. And it's going to be so off the cuff and natural for her to be that. For both of my rogue
1: choices, I went with con artist more than like the stealthy lock pick. I just went straight con artist. And I think if there's anybody who could talk their way out of any situation, um, it's going to be Kristen Wiig. So I went with Kristen
0: Wiig as my... Um, Rogue character I liked The Dark Side of Cheetah In Wonder Woman 1984 I think that movie Was a fucking mess
1: Uh, But I don't think That was her fault
0: No And she was the best part Of every scene she was in Yeah So who do you have For your male Rogue Who do you know That can handle Edgelord without being Super annoying Someone who Is going to be able To handle that Yeah my parents died And I was raised In an orphanage And then it burned down I can do this for you I don't want to But I will I guess Donald Glover Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yes. Could I change my answer? Because I got Jason Bateman.
0: I went with, like, con oh, artist and yeah. I went Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman's always the guy getting conned. No, no. Uh, okay. Arrested Development.
1: Uh, freaking con Watch Fr- Thunder Force. Thunder Force is this Melissa McCarthy action hero flick. Which is terrible. It's a good watch, but it's it. You don't go in it with your brain turned on. Jason Bateman plays a criminal in it who just happens to be part crab, and he's got like lobster hands, and and that screamed rogue to you. Yes, it, well, wrong he with he you. is in um outside of playing the straight man in Arrested Development, he is often playing um that con man level thing. Have you seen Ozark? No. Oh. Buddy, watch Ozarks and you will agree with me. He has that level of quick-witted conniving um, and gravitas that he's so often cast out of, but he's got that. And I want to see him
0: showcase it. Who do you have for sorcerer? I don't even need to defend this. Summer Glau. Let's move on. Yeah, I got Christina Ricci. Yeah, uh, we're, we're thinking the same. Same, yeah. Like, right? like, I have these powers and I guess I will blow you up with fire. Yeah, what about your mail? Uh, this is, this is my, I have no defense for this, but I think that it would be a fucking great time and it breaks the mold for the rest of all of my casting. Okay. Nicholas Cage. Oh, for fuck.
1: Uh,
0: no. Whoa! I, I, and he's just like, uh, I, he's I, a wild magic sorcerer. Okay.
1: Where, yes, uh, his... I, can't, I I avoided casting Nicolas Cage in here because I wanted there to be some legitimacy to this. If it's got a bit of comedy, sure, but the second Nicolas Cage is on it, I'm uh, I'm checking out, man. Like I love Nicolas Cage. I've gone on record multiple times saying I love Nicolas Cage. Y- y- you got you got a Nicolas Cage is a sorcerer, man. I'm <sighs> I honestly, I went Zachary Levi. Really? Yeah. Um again, charisma But also, he is the best part, in my opinion, of the Heroes reboot, where he is playing one of these um, agents that is hunting down heroes. He uh, is Shazam, and you can see his level of just high energy, high charm level, just lightning bolts and shit, right? Um, He pulls it off so well. And, I mean, him as Chuck... I want to see him in more nerd shit. I want to see him do something uh, fantasy and not just nerd. I think Zachary Levi would be great as a sorcerer. Who do you have for Warlocks? Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. I, 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 She was my first choice. And then I went, Adam's probably going to select Aubrey Plaza. I'm going to back up on it. And I went Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is um, the main actor and creator of the show Fleabag, which breaks that fourth wall all the time. She's constantly talking to the camera. She's this dry, incredibly witty, incredibly funny, but there's this kind of off-offness to her, like little head side tilt level offness. She was L three three seven in Solo. She voiced uh, the droid L337 or Leech. I'm still upset that you keep saying
0: offness like it's a word.
1: It is a word. Um, But she has shown that capacity to really carry that menacing to her. And you see that in Fleabag as well. So I I loved her for that. Uh, What do you have for your
0: male warlock? This is one of my favorite things that I came up with because I think it suits him so well is uh, Danny Houston. Now, Danny Houston is one of these faces that people know in absolutely everything, but you'll be hard-pressed to put the name to the face. He was the evil German in Wonder Woman. He was the Axeman in American Horror Story Coven. He was Poseidon in Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans. He was King Richard in the Russell Crowe Robin Hood movie. He was in uh, Edge of Darkness. He was Striker in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Okay. But you will probably recognize him best as the head vampire in 30 Days of Night. Ah, okay. But he has been in Children of Men, the number 23. He, is, he was in The Aviator. He has been in the background of so many movies as either the villain or just a kind of background creep. And I really think that he would knock it out of the fucking park. Praying to a great old one or a Leviathan or, or one of the weirder warlock patrons.
1: I went with an actor who has um, played that level of creep. He's been in fucking everything. But I went with Walton Goggins. I saved him for something better. He's going to end up in a list here eventually because he plays that character so well. But he's never the one in charge. There's always someone telling him what to do. I mean, you see, he was in Invincible. He played uh, Cecil Stedman in Invincible. But his role in Justified, his role in The Hateful Eight, his role in The Shield. But
0: it's the Righteous Gemstones
1: that sells him for me.
0: Like, yeah. He was yeah. so good in everything he touches.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and he's... like Did you he ever said,
0: see Vice Principles?
1: I have not seen Holy Vice Principles. Holy shit. Um, but he's, he's always kind of this overly ambitious but can't get that next step up level character, which you need to be for a warlock. So... All right, let's go with, uh, let's
0: wrap it up. Let's go with Wizard. Who do you got? Tall, calm, statuesque, and I think she needs better lines and a good freaking storyline that can show her intelligence. Okay. Gwendolyn Christie. Oh, okay. I like her as Brienne of Tarth. I yeah, think She's I'm- so like, like narrowly
1: able to do anything in that role, right? Like she, she can't do much with, with Brienne of Tarth, right? Like it's barely one note.
0: No, nah, she had some range. I mean, she, like, her well, whole Well, she arc, did the
1: best with it as she,
0: with what she had. She had way more, okay, what do you think that her one note was? Was it protecting Arya or going from hating to loving Jamie, Or was it running around and trying to convince freaking Sansa that, like, she yeah, had a well, lot well, to do. It, was,
1: it was the constantly
0: needing to prove herself. She was on her back foot the whole time. I want to see her in control.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, For me, I went with somebody who is in control no matter what role she does, and that's Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman is one of the older British actresses. She is in Hot Fuzz, but more notably, she is Queen Elizabeth in the Crown, where she just plays the one in charge, the one who's got the plan, the one who uh, is just calm and collected and well put together at all times. She's done Queen several times. Who do you got for a male wizard? David Hyde
0: Pierce. David Not Hyde Pierce. Niles Niles Fraser. Yeah. yeah. David Hyde Pierce has done a whole lot of voice work. He is calm and collected and very specific with what he does. And he is the guy that's going to be writing in his spell book. I can see him in a library researching. And I can see him saying, no, what you're thinking is. Okay. And correcting people. He will have the highest intelligence in the room.
1: I wanted to go with an actor who I have seen do kind of everything, but he is almost always the the one with the plan. Um, But I want his more natural state, the way you see him in Good Omens. Um, I went with Michael Sheen as my iconic wizard character. I want him to be a little manic, a little uh, out out of his zone if it's a social situation, but he's smart. He knows what he's talking about. You can kind of trust him as the party historian and lore keeper. Michael Sheen could cover that so well. And I I just love him as an actor as well. He recently did a thing with David Tennant called Staged, which is like a quarantine thing where they're going to put on a play, just quarantine. It's just, it's hilarious and it's brilliant and I love it. So um, yeah, Michael Sheen is, is my choice for that. Are you going to be here for this commercial? Almost certainly
0: not. Why do I even bother with you? Why do you bother me? That's not what... Hey everyone, and welcome to another stupid commercial that I don't want to fucking... Adam! Daniel! Will you just... please? Hi everyone. It's that time again where... Thank God. Dan, I'm trying to record a commercial here. It's that time again where we remind you that we have a mailbag episode coming up soon. So if you have any questions, comments, or random thoughts for any of the hosts, please let us know. We actually really look forward to the mailbag episodes because it
1: lets us talk directly with you guys, the listeners. NPCs. Most of the questions these days are directly related to D&D, but you know we'll answer just about anything. Want to answer why you bother me? Stop it. You can send us direct messages through Instagram, find the post on the subreddit, or send us an email at info at insubimic.com
0: So the next time you're listening to an episode and struck with a quandary, perplexity, or bewilderment... Take a few seconds and type out a quick message for any one of the hosts. We'll make sure that your question gets added to the list.
1: And also remember to enter our giveaways for a chance to have an entire episode dedicated directly to you. It's these interactions that bring the most joy to our lives. That and beer. What? You know what? We really should just get together to answer some questions one day and get drunk. Remember the time I showed up drunk for that
0: one episode? Oh my god, I edit so much out of that one. This advertisement has been brought to you by cirrhosis and idiocy. Please drink responsibly. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad, Dan.
1: Moving forward, we're going to jump into the idea of casting the different playable races. We're moving from classes onto races. Now, this is a tricky... Subject with the D&D landscape these days. So let's be clear each of the playable races has a unique skill set some basic societal traits When among their own peoples and sometimes even magical powers So we chose actors and actresses based on what we've seen in the previous works their general public demeanors and or what potential we see in them embracing these weird fantasy cultures we're not going to get into any of the sub races and we're going to try to stick to the most popular races here. Otherwise, we'd be here all day. Now, we skipped humans mostly because it would be kind of hard to differentiate the different paragons of humanity, especially with the wide culture of humans that we see in D&D
0: 5e. It's also weird to say, hey, that person's a perfect human.
1: Yeah, right. Especially when, I mean, we've got Megan. Megan.
0: And she will stab us if we don't say it's her.
1: Yeah. So let's roll dice and talk about uh, the races. I got a
0: six. 14. I'm going first again.
1: All right. Let's go with the guys first on this one. Who do you have as the perfect
0: male elf? I don't even feel the need to, de- to defend this. Zachary Quinto. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I went with Michael Fassbender. Sure. I can see that.
0: Right? Yeah. I The, the tall he, lanky. He's a little more wood elf than high elf. I see Zachary Quinto as high elf over. Yes,
1: over I, I'm with you. What about your uh, female
0: elf? Anna Taylor Joy. I got the same one. I mean, obviously. it's the eyes. Obviously,
1: I, I I look at her and I go, "That's an elf. That's that is an elf masquerading as a human and being a chess
0: champion." <laughs> it, she is just so ethereal and and subtle in yes, in her yeah. Life. She's
1: she's wonderful. Uh, dwarves, who do we got for your perfect male dwarf?
0: Seth Rogen. Really? Yes, absolutely, Seth Rogen. He has done more and more serious work. Yeah, he's the stoner from Pineapple Express, and, and this is the end. But you look at the fact that he is so invested in works like Preacher. Yeah, Because he was... Uh, Future Man is another one. He takes these... I mean, Future Man was just a romp. But he takes these crazy, um, over-the-top, kind of fantasy-style stories, so his brain's already over there. and I And I hear his voice work, where he is actually putting a lot of emotion and a lot of feeling and what I did where he's not just dicking around. Just please don't get him to laugh. I can't
1: stand his laugh.
0: Oh really? Oh, it's so, (laughs) it's so great. Anyways, um, I
1: went with, I wanted that gravitas that a dwarf has to carry. Um, and I went Idris Elba.
0: Yeah. You and I have two different kinds of dwarves in mind.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, and I, I mean, I love how, uh, Jonathan Rhys Davies did dwarves in, um, He, he will
0: always be the definitive. dwarf, Right.
1: Um, I wanted to see something that's maybe a little bit more action-y. Idris Elba could do whatever the fuck he wanted. That man is a, what's the fucking word, Adam? Renaissance man. That man is a Renaissance man in to a T. Who
0: do you have for a female dwarf? Octavia Spencer. Okay. I really was leaning into the idea of the warm and welcoming dwarf that is like clan-based. Yep. And both Seth Rogen and Octavia Spencer are that to me. So, Octavia Spencer has done a bunch of things, including Thunder Force, the movie I mentioned earlier. Okay, stop wanking about this movie.
1: I have to, because my perfect dwarf was Melissa McCarthy.
0: Oh, well, there we go.
1: (laughs) Who is the other side of the lead for that movie, right? And, again, I wanted to go with the strong, jovial... I, I like my dwarves to have a lot of life in them, and Melissa McCarthy's got that wit, got... She's got that.
0: It's so funny life. that you chose Idris Elba, who is not the funniest guy in the room ever. Right? It's true. Yeah. And so, no, I chose Octavia Spencer because of her work on Ma. And like, she oh, is yeah, so She's such cool. a good actress. Yeah.
1: Uh, who do you got for Halflings?
0: Uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Really? Picture it. I'm, know what?
1: My initial response was, really? But I, no, nah, he could pull that off. Yeah. For sure. I went with Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, he looks like a halfling. He looks like a halfling, right? I, unfortunately, my halflings, I went super Irish with both of my choices. Chris O'Dowd is in IT Crowd. He's in the IT Crowd. That's his big thing. That's his big thing.
0: And the other time that I've seen him was, he was Natalie Portman's date in Thor 2. Yep. That was his biggest Hollywood claim to fame, I think. He he plays the everyman Irish,
1: right? Yeah. Um, But his big claim to fame is IT Crowd. Who do you have for your female halfling? Kristen
0: Scholl. From... From literally fucking everything. Kristen Schaal was the main lead in Last Man on Earth. She oh. has been... Oh,
1: yes. Okay. Yeah. She has been... She's uh, been on... Fucking... No, you're not wrong. She's not... She's she's in Bob's Burgers. Kristen Schaal is my one of my wife's favorite actors. And if Kristen Schaal is in a project in any way, shape, or form, Shanna will watch it. Well, she's the lead freaking
0: voice in Gravity Falls. So yep. get on that shit already. I'm watching that with the kids right now it's great but she was in uh with a chance of meatballs uh two i think she's done a lot of voice work like toy story three yeah um but she is probably the most recognizable as the really quirky offbeat yeah fun comedian who is totally willing to go there i would hang out with her all of the time
1: um the iconic halfling from 3.5 was a character named litta and yep. litta was that smart like street smart quick little sneak thief character and i thought nobody played into that as well as being irish because i wanted to go irish for it as much as saoirse ronan saoirse ronan was uh hannah the movie hannah before they made the amazon prime show where she was that you know sneak thief level uh sure. assassin character um She's been in Atonement. She, she's like uh, Little Women. She's she's done a lot of serious roles, but she has always played like this kind of subverts the norm level character. And um, I love her for the role as a halfling. She also looks like one, so it's great. Anyways, uh, who do you have for uh, gnomes? Will Forte. Will Forte. Of uh, of. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm with you. He is. He's, he's just Mc- too quirky. He's MacGruber. Which is what a gnome is. Okay. Yeah, fine. I I have uh, Wallace Shawn, who is from Princess Bride, and he's inconceivable. Uh, he's uh, Grand Negus Zek. So uh, for the exact same reason, like when I picture a gnome, I was like, do I do Joe Pesci? No, too angry. Do I do Bob Hoskins? No, too... He, he dead. He's dead, right? Um, Wallace Shawn is great. And I watched a movie the other night with him in it, and it just reinvigorated my love for him. Um, who do you have for a female gnome?
0: Leslie Nope. Not Amy Poehler, specifically Leslie Nope. Oh,
1: because I went specifically Amy Poehler. Oh, did you? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, well, moving on. Uh, half- don't know, we
0: don't even need to have that conversation. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, like, she's just that she just level is. of
1: energy. Uh, half Elves, who you got? Half Elves was hard.
0: Ha- who? Oh, I found it super easy. Oh, I had to lean really into the, the charisma, but also the out of place in the world. Yep. Ezra Miller. Okay. I really liked his work as the Flash, mm-hmm. um, specifically in the Snyder Cut, but I like him in everything else he does better. And I like him as being a little bit dark, a little bit weird. He's kind of fae-like in just his his mannerisms. He wants to be a part of the team in Justice League, but he doesn't quite get there he's he sits a little bit off kilter yeah okay compared to the rest and i like that feel for my half elves you're gonna argue
1: with me on this one my half elf male is nathan fillion
0: no i get that i totally get that it's the charisma thing it's, it's the charisma but, but it's also the um but he's found his place in the world at that point
1: yes and he he does play that tortured very well watch what he's doing in the rookie recently i mean we could see everything he's done from castle to firefly in terms of like a, a lead character, Nathan Fillion, every day. Uh, who do you have for a female half-elf?
0: I looked to the good place. Okay. And I chose Jamila Jamil. Really? In that specifically, she went from knowing her place to being thrown on her ass. She's funny. She's charismatic. See, Ezra Miller is the half-elf living in human society that doesn't quite fit. She was the one that was raised in elven society. Okay. Who is now trying to She's very elegant, right? Like and, and she yeah. has that poise to her. Um but I
1: really like her not being where she's supposed to be. Uh for me, I went with the half-elf that was raised in human society. And this actress is new, up and coming. I really liked her in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and this is Erin Kelleman. Uh she played Morganthau. Yep. Um in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um and holy shit she carried that show she is sympathetic she is brilliant you and
0: dave would have a hard fight on that really oh yeah the flag smashers was by far the worst part of that fucking show hands down there's reasons about it and you and i can argue about it later because they got i'll say it like this a lot of the shit that she did didn't make any sense because it was just them spouting catchphrases yes yes yeah Did you know that they actually cut out a major part of that plot line? There was supposed to be a whole um, section of they were going to release a virus into the world for a pandemic to wipe out 50% of the population to get it back to the Thanos numbers. And that was their goal. And then, of course, COVID hit. And so they cut that whole thing. Oh, shit. Yeah. You see that like they're stealing vaccines in the first episode. And this old woman that she looks up to dies for no reason in like the third episode and there's all of these hints toward it and so it doesn't make any sense hmm. right when you look at her i art. guess that's true yeah and so i feel like she got really got the raw deal oh she got the short end of the stick in
1: there. yeah i i honestly i i think she could carry that role as that half elf very well what do we have for half works? carl urban funny enough carl urban
0: you and i are very much on the same page for yeah. some of these and totally. dread
1: dread man Like from the boys, what he's done on the boys. That's why. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I wanted him as butcher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, What about uh, your female half work?
0: I want the tribal leader to be Linda Hamilton.
1: I almost went Linda Hamilton for other choices, but for mine, I went Gina Carano.
0: I just don't want to cast her in anything. I,
1: no, neither do I. But in terms of like that strong, uh, very physical, imposing actress, uh, her politics and Kooky Duke shit aside, Gina Crona would be a good half-orc for me. Uh, Dragonborn, who do we got? Idris Elba. Okay.
0: He's got the voice for it. This one requires CGI. Yes. But I can see him doing motion capture for Dragonborn really well. Um, Because it
1: required CGI, that's why I went with my choice. Because I can't really stand his face.
0: And I would love to see him... Uh, you're just coming out swinging hard. Uh,
1: yeah, Dave Batista.
0: What? I love Dave Batista. He's so much fun. He's so much fun. He... He has better acting
1: chops than The Rock in terms of wrestlers, in my opinion.
0: His role. I'm not sure. I agree with you. Have you watched the Fast and Furious movies? I uh,
1: yes, I've I've watched the Fast and Furious movies, but have you seen uh, the new? Oh, the new Blade have Runner. Have you seen the new Blade Runner? No. Dave Bautista in that role as like this tortured doctor in Blade Runner, who's like
0: working I'll, I'll on augmented. I'll take your word for it, like man. Like, I dude, could fucking act. I just watched Army of the Dead and.
1: He wasn't the worst part of that movie. I just watched it as well. He was not the worst part of that movie. He there were some circumstances there like he was literally acting to people who were not there. The pilot of that movie was never in the same room as Dave Batista. Not once were they acting in the same room. Dave Batista has not met that actress yet.
0: I really like her. She's one of my favorites. Yeah, like, right. She like, was a highlight of that movie. She was,
1: but like Dave Batista
0: did the best he could with what he had. In sure, sure. But that was not, like, he is not winning Oscars right now. He's oh, got, no. I think that he's got the cutest intro to Hollywood story of all time. I think that he is so much fun in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But he is an actor on par for me anyway with your Jason Stathams of the world. And so they're not they're not knocking my socks off with of that. I think that uh, Dwayne Johnson has, has way more range, especially comedy. Ah, uh,
1: I, I would disagree hard with you there. But anyways, female Dragonborn, who
0: do you got? Uh, simply because I was thinking if we went prosthetics instead of CGI on this, Charlize Theron could, could get us there after what she did in Monster. Okay. And she plays a really cool badass in the Fast and Furious movies as well, speaking of those. Um, she's got the physicality to do it. And, and she has always
1: been more than willing to do a role that, I mean, she's a supermodel. Yeah. But, and she's more than willing to do a role that covers her face anyways. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I went with that elegance that I think a dragonborn female would have. I went with Gwendolyn Christie here. Um,
0: just the, the size plus the elegance and the... It's funny. I like her better as, as a wizard. And I defend that because I want her to tower over everyone else and in long flowing robes walking through a library.
1: But can you imagine, like, with a pair of spectacles on her draconic snout as she's
0: moving... You her. like dragonborn more than I do. I I,
1: I really do. Okay. Let's go from one charisma race to the other one, Tieflings. Who do you got for a Tiefling? Uh
0: I went with who has been the most tortured performance that I've seen in a while, and that is the Umbrella Academy. I went with Elliot Page. Oh, okay. As a Tiefling. I really on like the him for freaking that. Yeah. Run.
1: yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that one. Honestly, I went with the Charmer again with my Tieflings. I went Paul Rudd, right? If there's anybody who's going to have that
0: level of i just just don't see that i just don't see that at all i paul rudd is just too i'm just happy to be here he is is parks and rec for me
1: ah no man paul rudd isn't parks and rec for me paul rudd is ant man where he has that he's phoebe's
0: boyfriend he's mike that none of that screams tiefling me not even ant man screams tiefling to me oh Uh, you and i see tieflings very differently okay well female tiefling female tiefling is Dene Grera. Who is that? Michonne. Oh, okay. That um, is,
1: that is the Tiefling you don't want to fuck with. I mean, she she did really well with uh, her role in
0: Black Panther as well. Yeah, but I really, really, really want to see her up against her father, Asmodius. Cool. I, I
1: I mean, I chose an actress who has made a name for herself playing characters who are going up against their fathers, Karen Gillian.
0: Yeah, she was almost on like a majority of mine. As yeah, well. um, she was actually in for Elf before anybody else was for me, and then I. Yeah, played.
1: for those who don't know who Karen Gilliam is, or Gillian, she is the uh, one of the companions for Matt Smith, the main companion. She's Amy Pond, uh, but she's also in Nebula. Doctor
0: Who for anyone that's not.
1: Oh yes, Doctor Who, um, but she's also Nebula in the Marvel movies. Nebula has a tiefling storyline.
0: Really, really does. Let's go with Genassi. This one was hard for me. I had to really think outside the box on this one. Yep, me too. Bill Skarsgård. Okay. I love him as, as Pennywise. He would just be such a cool, weird, genie genealogy level of humanoid. I think that he would add something really, really strange. And if you had the right director telling him how to be weird, you can just picture him... Uh, Using elemental powers, right?
1: Yeah, um, you're you're going to fight me on this one. I know it. I went Kim Coates. Now, weird. Kim, weird. Kim Coates is in. Um, I guess his most recent claim to fame is Sons of Anarchy, but he's also been in Goon, Godless. He's he's in a. And he's an older actor. He's been in a shit ton of. I movies. really like him. He's yeah, I, solid. His eyes. It is. Yeah, like, you know what? I see I, it. I, I, his I went, eyes and his cheekbones. Yeah, like he's right. Got, he's got he was almost my T Yeah, right. I see that. Just for the physicality, but like his, his like piercing blue eyes. I was just like, yeah, man, Kim Coates. Love him. Anyways, uh, who do you have for your female Deborah Ann Wool? Deborah Ann Wool. Okay. Uh, what kind of Genasi are you casting, Deborah Ann Wool? Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Okay. Air or water? I went with an Earth Janassy. Um, and I went Amy Sedaris. You would know her as like the mechanic in Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, that role, uh, it's that wise cracking, down to earth, which is why I went Earth Junassi uh, kind of character. She's got that otherworldly
0: look to her a bit, right? Like she's very distinctive. I liked Deborah Ann Wolfe for this because she was great in Daredevil. Okay. She was honestly the reason I watched a lot of Daredevil. Yeah. But she, again, this is one of my D D. I mean, Charlie Cox did a great job in the in the role. Sure, though, but, but she was the reason. She added the heart to it. Yep. And I feel like Janassi are always they're the weird one in the room. They're one of these. I find I find it very difficult to play Janassi. They're never my top five choice. They're very alien in a lot of ways. Yeah. But she's got such a good handle on D and D in general in the first place. She could pull it off, and she's got the acting chops to do it. There's a vulnerability, but a toughness to her at the same time, which I think you need for Janassi. That's your second True Blood character. I did not do that on purpose.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Joe Manganiello is your other one, by the way. Uh,
0: and my other D and D character—I don't know if you picked this up—was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. He's—he's he's another D and D. Which one of us has Jeff Goldblum? Uh, I did not choose Jeff. Goldblum. Neither did I. He's okay. not on my list. Uh, for Goliaths, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. I win. Ron Perlman. Nah, Terry Crews. Really? Yeah. I look at the athleticism. Terry Crews and... has
1: too much charisma to play at Goliath. Ron Perlman. Is imposing physically is gigantic. Doesn't have a lot of charisma.
0: I look at the the Goliath culture that is so based around the idea of sports and, and daring and athleticism, and athleticism, and that's Terry Crews over Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman is the Goliath that has retired and has one leg.
1: Well, I went I went with like my Goliath chieftain, right? And like I envisioned Ron Perlman sitting on a throne of bones and stone and fur. With, you know, his uh, war hammer by his side, crafted from petrified wood and just a gigantic fuck-off block. Like, Ron Perlman carried that for me.
0: I see. I wanted the Goliath that's going out into the world to do the next test, the next the next okay. task. Okay. Uh, who do you challenge. have for your female Goliath? This one is going to require um, CGI because she is very short in real life. Okay. Mila Kunis. For the exact same reason as Terry Crews. As as the Well, she's a scared...
1: uh, Sorry, a skilled gymnast
0: and... Yeah, I want... I can see this Goliath climbing up rock faces and jumping down on people. And she is probably a Goliath monk more than she is a Goliath fighter. Okay. I wanted to go with somebody who scared the ever-living piss out of me, but
1: I know could carry the role very well. Your mother. Uh, No. uh, Your wife. I, I mean, she could... She really could, but no, I went with Stephanie Beatrice. Stephanie Beatrice is uh, on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Um, And she's done a bunch of shit, like, and she's got some range. Yeah, but I feel
0: like you're just casting Rosa. Well, okay. The way that I cast Leslie Nope and that is Yeah, Yeah. You're not actually casting Stephanie Beatrice? But
1: uh, I think uh, Rosa doesn't have that thrill for life. That I that I know I've seen like uh, Stephanie Beatrice has had in other roles, yeah. So, um, okay, let, let's move on.
0: A smear, this one's a little bit odd, okay. But I wanted someone who stands back, it's very specific, and that just knows better than you, okay. BD Wong, what's he from? He was Henry Wu in the Jurassic Park series. Oh, okay, he knows better, he's going to stand back, and he has got precision with everything that he says. There is a right way to do this and a wrong way to do this. And if you do it the wrong way, you will be punished. And he's got a smugness to him. He was also Hugo Strange in Gotham. Yeah. And like I just really like him as that lording over you smug solar angel. So I went with somebody who
1: I think really really embodied the role of angelic form uh presence just somebody who you pay attention to and listen if they ever told you to do anything and trust it. And uh, to me, that was Jaman Um I'm saying his name fucking wrong. He was in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Uh, is who? I have to. Uh, there it is. No, Dan, it's pronounced Chris Pratt. No. Uh, he was Korath in the Guardians of the uh, Galaxy movies, um, but you would probably know, uh, most know him as the opposite of Leonardo DiCaprio in Blood Diamond. Yeah. Um, he is just... An, good in everything. He's just good in everything. And I'm just finding out right now, looking at his IMDb page, that he's also an Invincible. So I've chosen a lot of Invincible actors for some reason. But um, no, man, he's he's been nominated for a couple of, uh, Oscars. He is just got that presence right give him a set of silver yeah he is just he's brilliant
0: i love him who do you have as a female ace mirror i went low hanging fruit i didn't i tried to i try to think outside the box someone who's a little bit um he's got a little bit of a softer voice but has some real real oomph to their acting capability is uh sarah paulson okay she's ratchet in the new ratchet yeah she's just slayed it consistently season after season on American Horror Story. She was the uh, psychologist who ended up, spoiler alert, was evil in glass, right? I think that she's got the the ability to stand back and be that kind of voice on high. Um, So I went
1: low-hanging fruit and I went with somebody who I thought had that presence, that charisma, as well as the acting chops to do somebody who's been separated from their uh, path. I went ScarJo. Scarlett Johansson, uh, for my Ace smear. I
0: specifically did not cast her again because she she's is. she's like A plus list, right?
1: But you see that she does have range in shows like Lucy. Let's move on from our Ace smear to our bogs Who do you got for your male fearbulg? It's weird that you say fearbulg.
0: Really, it's furbulg. It, I, I go fear i've always gone uh, that's so weird yeah. i don't think i've ever heard you say it before
1: oh that's odd i, I have a character in reserve that is a Fearbulk. i fucking love fear
0: so that's yeah. odd because there's such an afterthought for me this is where paul rudd goes really absolutely oh. he's well-meaning he's just out there that he's paul rudd is my tom bombadil by the way as well i i have one better tom bombadil yeah who's that rain wilson Ew, no really no I'm tired of Rain Wilson. I like Rain
1: Wilson. I really, really do. And he needs to play something other than the like the smarmy villain. That's my
0: problem with him. I liked him actually as Mud. Yep. But but I'm done with like I know what I'm getting what I'm getting into with Rain Wilson. I don't know. I just like Paul Rudd as the uh, steps out of the forest. He's like, Hey guys, you know just honey over here? <laughs> and that's just Paul Rudd.
1: Uh okay, so what do you have for your feed? No,
0: no, no, you need to give the mail.
1: No, I did. Mine's Rain Wilson.
0: Oh, was yours actually Raiden yeah, Wilson? Yeah, mine was actually Raiden Wilson. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. Uh, I chose Melissa McCarthy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're really going towards that. Uh, Well-meaning, easygoing, fun to be around.
1: I guess I kind of did as well. I went to Allison Hannigan.
0: Uh, that's weird, but okay.
1: Um, I, I wanted someone a little bit naturey, um, And like, I'm watching through Buffy again right now. So like- Oh, is that why? Her, her outside of norm level of thinking, I-
0: fucking lover for that
1: goblins
0: all right so this is the last playable race this was the last one that i cast okay and it's a DD celebrity again and i knew i was gonna slot him somewhere and i feel like he could handle anything despite the fact that he's got a really bad filmography okay matthew lillard really i could just motion capture him being a goblin and he would give it 100%
1: my view of goblins has forever been tainted, especially with D&D stuff, by World of Warcraft. I know. Bit. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of my, like, I like my goblins to be uh, not loud, but, like, quick-witted. This is where I put
0: Jason Mendoza. See, yeah, but that, I did that with uh, with Matthew Lillard, too, but I'm thinking of Scream, right? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of his early work where he is the quick-witted motormouth.
1: Uh, yeah, like him in uh, Hackers. Yeah. Um. What about your female goblin? Isla Fisher. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mindy Kaling for me.
0: Yeah, I totally get it. We've got two different kinds of goblins there. <laughs> uh, mine will actually kill yours. But but yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mine. Mine's not killing anybody. So changing gears just for a second here. A couple weeks ago on the last Mobs episode, we covered the unhinged Kooky Dukes Kuatoa. And we've mentioned this idea of crazy and
0: insane and by the way go back and start listening then and do a shot every time dan says kooky dukes you'll be drunk by noon
1: yep um anyways in that episode we discussed the uh playing the crazed god summoning fishman with clinical mental health issues now making sure you cover that in a session zero before you bring it onto the table aside um a good friend of the show an active reddit user like you should all be Dulos12 is putting together materials to help navigate uh, incorporating disabilities, both physical and mental, into your games with grace and understanding that is necessary to not hide from the issues, but destigmatize them. He's set up a Patreon for Wormworks Publishing on Patreon, of course which he and others will be putting together resources and guides for DMs and players alike to walk through the ideas of playing someone with disabilities well. And we suggest you all back him there as having these resources available for your table will do nothing but make your game better and more inclusive for everybody. Go look at the link in the show notes or
0: look up Wormworks Publishing, that's Worm with a Y, on Patreon. Also, don't forget to reach out and talk to us when you get the opportunity, especially this episode. I want to hear all of your stuff. Don't send it in a private message. Get on Reddit. I, I'm going to make a post there about these, these casting ideas. I, I want to hear what people have to say about this. Hit us up on the actual post on Facebook and and instagram uh, again the reddit is r slash it's a mimic you can reach out and hit us at info at it's as well through email but we do want to hear what your ideas are for casting D&D. yes yeah um and uh and of course if you have any mailbag ideas that pop up with this or you want to publicly shame dan and i at this um then, please do then tell us you want to make this a mailbag question
1: yeah now to wrap up we decided that it would be fun to try to cast some of the monsters of D. I mean, like the iconic monsters of D. This
0: was hard.
1: Yeah. Um, And I mean, after Andy Serkis showed Hollywood that motion capture tech could work better than Jar Jar, there were some incredible advances for some really talented actors playing CGI characters. We've got Bill Nighy as Davy Jones in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mark Ruffalo as Hulk. Zoe Saldana in Avatar, as mentioned earlier. Our casting choices today assume that the actor will provide both the voice and the motion uh the mocap for their monsters okay so adam let's roll to see what monsters we have i got a seven Fuck, i'm going last you're going
0: last the whole episode all
1: right iconic bad guys drow who do you have playing your iconic drow
0: uh i'm gonna go with women first yep anna torv uh what's she from she played Olivia in Fringe. That is her claim to fame. Oh, Fringe. yeah. Okay. And she has that no nonsense. Remember, drow women have got their... Yes. Like, they yeah. are in power. They're, they're in the ones people, in charge. And they're going to know better than than everyone else in their society. Like, they're the heads of the house. And I see her having that stoic and, and commanding nature to her.
1: I went with Kobe Smulders for the same reason uh kobe smolders is maria hill in the marvel movies um she's also from how i met your mother yeah. where she plays robin but you know let's go to the mall today but um i i really was leaning on her performance as maria hill especially in the agents of shield level pro, uh, projects she
0: carries that level of authority very well how about for your mail drow i had a lot of trouble coming up with the mail originally i had channing tatum Um, Okay. Because, simply, of his role at the end of This is the End. Oh, God. Well, I mean, come on, it's Drow, (laughs) right? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought, all right, manslave, what do we got? Okay, but I went with um, the elite warrior, or maybe even someone who gets turned into a drider Mm -hmm. um, partway through. I went with someone, I I thought more of a martial arts kind of, I wanted someone who was, how can I put this?
1: Badass, but nimble and... No,
0: no, 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 no. Embodied the cultural limitations the proper way of handling themselves uh while also falling from grace as well uh you're not going to recognize the name i don't think hiroyuki sanada he played scorpion in the latest mortal Kombat movie he was the oh, one oh yeah he was the one that um hawkeye killed uh at the beginning of avengers endgame okay he has been he was in army of the dead wasn't he yeah he was the guy that like yeah he was tanaka yeah yeah he was been in the Wolverine. Easy peasy Japanese. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was uh, a Kaneda in sunshine. He has been in so much and you recognize him as being the elder samurai. Yeah, yeah. And I really liked that for a drow male. For me, I
1: wanted to go with somebody who had a sense of vulnerability to them because a lot of the drow males, they've got that vulnerability. They've got that tortured aspect to them. Um, and I think they—they're they're also pretty. They got to be pretty and nimble and 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 thin because they're they're drow. Tom Hiddleston, Loki himself. I think he could carry that tortured level as well, and he's got the ability to carry the malicious, as you see in the original Avengers movie. He does have that arrogance to him as well, which I think is incredibly necessary for a drow out in the world running a commanding a small
0: assault team of some sort i just see mine as more militant and i see yours as the drow that escaped and became a uh, part of the adventuring party
1: yes only because tom heddleston would need screen time but i i get what you were saying with yours as well let's go with dragons who you got as your iconic female dragon louise fletcher
0: what's she from she is kai Wynn from ds9 but she is also the original nurse ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Huh. Okay. Oh yeah. She is mean. And she will talk down to you because she always knows better than you. I, I, I went with Emma Thompson for this exact
1: same reason. She's got that ability to just make you feel like shit with as few words as possible. Right? I just
0: I think Louise Fletcher has that. that... We've said gravitas a bunch of times, no, no, no. but no, the threat behind her as well she will say it with this with the nicest voice ever but she is my adult she's my ancient green dragon cool uh what about your male dragon willem dafoe okay yeah i'm i'm, I'm with you just because i want to screen capture his face for a dragon
1: <laughs> i went and I, I went with voice for this and i mean we could have gone with benedict cumberbatch but he's done a dragon so i didn't want to do that uh i went with mark evan jackson now, oh, I like him, yeah. Mark Evan Jackson is, uh, he is Mr. Raymond Holt, as in the husband to Raymond Holt. He is
0: typically a comedic actor. Well, but he's a straight man in the comedy.
1: Yeah, he plays Sean in, Good, in The Good Place. He's been in a lot of things. Um, he also has done a lot of voice acting, right? He's just got that iconic, deep voice. And he, and he plays that serious, stoic-level voice to him, but if someone's going to zing the party it's going to be him. So I, I I want him as the like isolationist gold dragon. He's a good dragon. Yeah, he's yeah. he's going to be the good dragon.
0: Mine were all evil.
1: Yeah.
0: Um let's let's go to our absolute insanity beholders. There is only one name in insanity in in Hollywood that I can think of or on television rather um where she is absolutely able to go from pitiful to enraged crazy batshit and that is caitlin olson i would rather cast her as an Cokra but that wasn't one of the options here she's sweet d from it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah yeah and i think that she would be an absolutely hilarious beholder
1: i went with somebody who has shown their skill at playing unhinged um and then in more recent projects has shown their ability to actually play menacing and uh dramatic and that's lisa kudrow uh phoebe I I, from friends i have her later on my list okay yeah um adam this one this one's my favorite that i've chosen what is your male beholder which real quick are there male and female beholders
0: um i you know what all of the stocks are on the top of their heads so oh okay okay um walton goggins okay yeah yeah i just really like him just flipping out and being totally batshit crazy it's my favorite choice
1: We've talked about him on the podcast multiple times. Matt Barry. Yeah. Yeah. As a beholder, like just like floating into a room. I
0: changed my answer for bard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Okay. Let's go with, uh, let's go with the crazy kooky dukes. Take a shot to, uh, your illithids, your serious menacing. Who is your female illithid? Tilda Swinton. Oh shit. I got the same one. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I, you can't get better than Tilda
0: Swinton for, for the, Tilda, the Tilda Swinton was my ASMR, she was my elf, she was my she has been so many I've really had trouble slotting her in, and this felt perfect to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm with you. Uh what about your male?
0: Chubadel Egefor. Uh, he, he was, was the agent in He was the operative in uh Serenity. Yep. But most people will recognize him as uh Baron Mordo in dr strange
1: he was also in 12 years a slave he's got some
0: chops man he can act but he will also play these weird kind of sci-fi fantasy kind of roles yeah and his voice and poise is enough i was really thinking the operative who follows his own weird code i like his voice in your head as well
1: I i also chose somebody specifically for their voice uh and their command and i went peter stormare uh, Peter Stormare is, uh, shit. He's the devil in Constantine. He's the, he's the Russian cosmonaut in, uh, Armageddon. Apollo 11. No. Yeah. In Armageddon. Apollo 11. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> we're not cutting that, Dan. We, yeah. But please, just, do. No, please do. Uh, no, but he's also, he's also been on some te- Like he's just got that weird aspect to him. And, um, I'm not entirely certain he hasn't eaten brains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's go with your lich. Who do you got for your female lich?
0: For my lich, I went with someone that I absolutely love on Westworld. Okay. And that's Tandaway Newton. She kills it as Maeve on Westworld. She is good in everything she does. And I love the idea of her just being undead, like sunken cheeks and glowing green eyes. And when it it would not take much to convey her power through CGI. She's already going to hold herself appropriately.
1: For me, honestly, it was her recent role in Falcon and the Winter Soldier that put me towards this. And that is Julia Louis-Dreyfus as a lich. Just the one in control, the one who's got all the plans. She's shown her acting chops multiple times. She's not just a comedic actor, but I think she can play that level of menacing you need as a lich, right? And she's got to be
0: the one in control. Who do you got as a male lich, Rick Yoon. Okay, who's he? He was probably best known to Western audiences as either Johnny Tran in The Fast and the Furious. He was one of the, he was like the bad motorcycle gang that they went up against. Okay. But he was also uh, Zhao in Die Another Day. He was the one that had all the like diamond pieces in his his face. But I have seen him most recently in and and he surprised me when I watched uh, Olympus Has Fallen and he was Kang. He was like the big bad in Olympus Has Fallen. And he's been in Prison Break. He was in Alita Battle Angel. He is one of these guys that you will recognize his face. He is so statuesque and like handsome, but also able to stand there and command a room. Okay. And I really like him as that Acererak level lich.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I, I cast my lich for the voice as well. Um, and for me, this one's going to be out of left field. I went with Clancy Brown. I like it. Now, Clancy Brown is, uh, he's been in Shawshank. Uh, he's been in Starship Troopers. He's, he's one of those older actors, but he's also, if you're looking for the voice, he's the voice of Mr. Krabs from, uh, SpongeBob. That's not a point in his favor in this, but, uh, he's got that ability to go dark with it, where he goes very, very comedic with it, with Mr. Krabs. But honestly, his role in Dexter was also very, very good. The TV show Dexter, Um, and he's got that physicality. He's a very big actor as well, so we could pull that off. Um, Let's go with uh, no shit. Any celestial? Who do you have as your celestial? Helen Mirren. Okay, you are talking like almost god level celestial when you have Helen Mirren, though, right? Like she's. I want her to voice a unicorn. Okay, Um, I I went with probably one of the most angelic uh people in hollywood i went with Amelia clark um i think she could really pull off that deific level celestial role but not not lawful good like she's not in the angel side i put her more in the uh happy hunting grounds level of things um what about your
0: male celestial i wanted a fallen celestial i i wanted a bad guy celestial okay and this is an actor that I kind of kept in my back pocket to see where he would land. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be really interesting. I don't know what I'm in for with this, but Gary Oldman. Oh, okay.
1: I mean, he's Gary Oldman. He could play
0: anything. He could, yeah, he'll, and, he'll fit in anywhere. And I really had him as, he's like my Swiss army knife actor. But I really liked him as a celestial because he's one of these guys, again, that will command the freaking room. But I like him as a fallen. Like, he's a celestial, you fight. Okay.
1: Um. Uh, funny enough, I went with the same where, like... Not the celestial you fight, but he's going to be the celestial whose morals and sense of law outweigh yours and are alien to you. And he's going to play that really well. And uh, this is another Game of Thrones. I know I did Amelia Clark, but I did uh, Game of Thrones here with uh, uh Costarwaldo. Sure.
0: You, right. You just pick blonde people then from Game of Thrones to N- be your.
1: Oh, well, he's not naturally blonde, but yes. Um, he plays that. Um, I've I've seen him in a couple other things where he plays uh, just like he knows better than you. And he's got that action quality to him that I I would want in a Celestial, right? Um, Let's go to the other end of the alignment spectrum. Devils, who do you got? Angelica Houston. (laughs) Okay. I I went same note. I got Katie Siegel.
0: Yeah. I think Angelica Houston has just a little bit more refinement to the... Katie Siegel can pull it off.
1: Uh, Yeah. Katie Siegel's not a upper level... Like, uh, sorry, a, a lower level devil. Like, she's uh, Angelica Houston could pull off like a queen of hell yes. level thing. Katie Seagull pulls off more of uh, middle management of hell. Yeah. Right. But still very conniving and smarter than
0: you. Um, what about your male? Specifically for an imp, Billy Eichner. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> right as an imp?
0: That's yeah. hopefully. Kind of allied with the party, we both went with kind
1: of jokes for our our male. I'm not joking. That's I'm that, no no. All over. I got I got uh, Peter Serafinowitz. Peter Serafinowitz is a British actor. He was the Tick in the New Tick series. Yeah. Um. You would also know him Shaun as Sean of the w- Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Uh, he's, he was, he was Pete. He was Pete. Uh, he's also in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies as the what, what an a bunch. Asshole. yeah yeah right. That's him. Um. Him as a. A uh, contract negotiator devil. I think
0: he could do super well with that. Um, let's go demons. Who do you got? Helena bottom Carter. Ah, uh, okay. I can just see her getting vicious.
1: Um, I went with Melissa McBride. Uh, Melissa McBride is Carol from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, and just because if anyone is going to like stoically rip somebody apart. I think she could pull that
0: off. And we've seen her do it in Walking Dead. Uh, What about your male demon? This one is purely for the voice acting. I almost, I almost went um, Bobcat Goldthwait. Okay, shit. Okay. But but I liked Giovanni Ribisi better. Giovanni Ribisi is that actor. He has been in freaking everything. Everything, yeah. Um, But he's probably best known as uh, Phoebe's brother and friends, Frank.
1: Uh, he's also uh, I want all the unobtainium in Avatar.
0: yeah like like he has been in so much stuff yeah, but I really liked him especially in the movie The Gift back from like 2000. yeah, yeah yeah. he yeah. was dark in that movie. He
1: did a he did a string of movies in the 90s where he was kind of he wasn't the like star male actor. But he, he was stole the always the show. He every stole the show. Time. And he was always the creepy guy. Yeah. Right. And that that works. I also went with somebody purely because of the voice acting skills. I went with Bill Hader, SNL alum Bill Hader. Now it's funny. I pulled him
0: out of Troll for the same that's, reason. That's fair.
1: Um. Uh, I also pulled him out of Ogre, but I wanted him in the Demon because he could carry that malice. Look at him in Barry. He just fucking slays that role and his uh, dramatic chops in It. He plays the older Richie. Let's go to our,
0: I mentioned them, they're ogres. This is a gift to the actor more than anything else because I want her to just have fun and go absolutely fucking crazy. Okay. And I was so impressed with Catherine Hahn. from, uh, from It, it was Best Agatha and...
1: all along. Yeah. yeah. I went with an actress who has proven herself. She has really given um, her all and now you've seen her in roles where she's just out of left field and she's one of the best actresses in Hollywood. Glenn Close. I want to see Glenn Close play an ogre. It's not an ideal role. It's not like an iconic
0: role. I just want to see Glenn Close play that big, dumb female ogre. For guys, there's only one answer for voice work on this. Okay. Patrick Warburton. Yeah, I got the same thing. Do you really? Yes. Yeah. 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 There we go. Yeah. Um. Okay. This was the biggest challenge. This next one was one of the biggest challenges for me. Uh, no. Uh, I'm very happy with what I came up with. Okay. Uh,
1: let's go with our Warlock patrons. Now, when you're choosing one, be specific what kind of
0: patron they are. What do you got? Oh, no. I I straight up named them. I, like, okay. Zug Tamoy will be played by Lisa Kudrow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you should be proud of that one. That's I'm a good pretty cast. I'm happy, yeah. That's a good cast. I've got uh, Kristen Bell from A Good Place, from yep. Heroes, all that, as just a generic archfey. Someone from the
0: Sealy Court, specifically. Um, for male, I went with the General of Gehenna. Okay. Lance Reddick. Oh, uh,
1: from Fringe, from yes. the um, John Wick movies?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he just has the perfect level of menace to him and you never quite know what he's thinking but he's gonna get up to shit i also need to cast him in more things because he got fucking robbed and lost
1: i agree i agree you're gonna hate me so i've got demogorgon but because demogorgon's got two heads i had to choose two actors so for one head i decided i wanted some i wanted two actors who are very very different to uh embody the chaos of demogorgon so i got Werner herzog as one head jesus and on the other hand, I have Patton Oswalt. I don't even know what the fuck he's doing anymore, <laughs> Damn Jesus. Can you tell me that that would not be a great and Have one waxing poetic about the, you know, the sufferings of life. And then one saying, shut the fuck up. Let's eat this dude. Right? Like having those two. Ah, oh, I just, I loved this pick. I really, really did. I almost had Kevin Smith instead of Patton Oswalt. But then I went no 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 he would never shut up
0: Patton Oswald. I have no response to you that is <laughs> that is so that is so oh my god damn.
1: Anyways so let's go with a what hag. Who do we man. have for a hag?
0: Um I wanted to actually cast younger. It was really easy for me to cast older. Okay. Um and I actually pulled uh, Kathy Bates out as my initial hmm. um my initial choice here. Like but, you removed like you had yeah. Kathy
1: like, Kathy Bates would make sense but yeah. You know, I'm but with
0: you. I wanted someone who was going to bring a little bit more of the creepy and weird and i wanted to give them the chance to have some fun yeah and that's uh kate mckinnon
1: oh she's from uh she's in the snl yeah yeah,
0: yeah yeah she's from saturday night live i like her in everything that she does she never quite gets enough screen time and she's always just a little bit funny and a little bit weird even when she's being serious she's just quirky and offbeat yeah and it's gonna be a lot of fun for i'm just thinking generic green hag but she would fit any one of them
1: I wanted to give it to an actress who would play against type with this role and would have fun with it and show her acting chops as best she can. I went with Margot Robbie as a I, hag. I,
0: again, I didn't want to cast her in anything.
1: Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm with you just because A-list. But, like, the hag coming through as the beautiful maiden to draw them in, you got Margot Robbie. She's a looker. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work. But, like, then to switch... There is a I believe it's either a college humor or an SNL sketch uh, sketch where she like she, her hair starts falling out and her teeth rot out of her face and she gets like the hunch and everything and man when I thought of hag I was like having that transformation and see how she's able to carry things uh, like Harlequin it works who is your male hag?
0: I, I I gotta say if I really want if my hag is my villain for a trilogy it has to be Meryl Streep yeah yeah but my male hag which doesn't exist but oh it does now because i knocked this out of the park and i am just so proud of danny mcbride for this danny mcbride is a hag okay
1: um explain it to me do I,
0: do i do i freaking need to danny mcbride is always just the grossest person in the room he is totally going to be willing to like run around and say like Oh man, my fucking tits are that like, I can just picture him <laughs> stepping in to be that just gross, ugly, nasty version of, of a monster and still think he's got the one up on you. He's still a, he's still an evil bastard. He often plays an evil bastard. Yes. Yeah. And I just, this is my, it, it it's not my serious D and D movie anymore, but I really like him as just, you know, that dude's got warts.
1: Yeah. Um, so I went with the malevolent fae-inspired evil hag in the woods, and I went with Peter Capaldi. He I can is, see that. he is Doctor Who. Um, he's the eleventh Doctor, no, twelfth Doctor, 12th. but he's got that menace to him that I really, really like. He's one of my favorite Doctors uh, for that reason, but he's also willing to kind of do anything.
0: And, and that's kind of why I like Daniel McBride for this as well. Just because he was going to be the chaos. What do you have for a vampire? This is a no brainer to me. Eva Green. Okay. What's what's Eva Green from? From Penny Dreadful. From literally every gothic thing that you have ever seen. Yeah. Okay. She was uh, Miss Peregrine from Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Oh, yeah. She yeah. was Ava from Sin City. She was Vesper Lind in Quantum of Solace. She was Serafina in The Golden Compass. She was in... Um, Casino Royale as well. Okay. Like, she is just... I'm, I I. think that she was in one of the 300 movies, if I remember correctly. But she is just the perfect gothic vampire for me. So, for me, I went with
1: somebody who has that same, that statuesque, thin, high cheekbone uh, vampire menace. Um, I went with Sophie Turner for it.
0: Um, I just hate that. Why? I don't think she looks like a vampire, and I don't think that... I think you got stuck in Game of Thrones. Oh. I I think that she doesn't have the acting chops for it.
1: Okay. Well, well, who do you have for Uh, Look,
0: Eva Green is going to stand... Is going to hover outside your window and be like, come here. Come here. And you will do it. Yeah. Sophie Turner will ask you and pout.
1: Honestly, there was a bunch of other... Like, I like the gothic. I didn't want to throw, like, a uh, Kate Beckinsale here, because she's done the role. But uh, I... Also had Helen and Bottom Carter higher up and like, like, right. Uh, I would love to see an Anna Taylor-Joy vampire because I think she could pull that off too. But I, anyways, who
0: do you have for a male vampire? Lakeith Stanfield. What's he from? You have seen him. He was Darius in Atlanta. He was in Judas and the Black Messiah as well as he was uh, one of the uh, police officers from Knives Out. He was in Uncut Gems and he has been in so much. Uh, he was L in the Death Note live action, but I liked him best in his role in Get Out. Okay. Where he was not the main guy. He was the one that, I mean, if you haven't seen Get Out, I'm going to drop a major spoiler on this. He was the one that had his brain replaced. Oh, okay. He just has the, the facial structure to be a vampire. And fuck, does he have the charisma? And he acts with his eyes, and that is so important for a vampire. So for me...
1: I went with I went with another actor who uh, I think has carried a lot, is also very active in the nerd sphere. I went with Kari Payton. Uh,
0: yeah, okay.
1: Kari Payton plays Ezekiel in The Walking yeah. Dead. He's also been on Critical Role and done a bunch of shit like that too. So. He was also
0: an Invincible. That's another one, Dan. He's got the
1: charisma, the, the bone structure to do it, right? And uh, you said like the guy who will charm you. Yeah. Um he's he's got that as well. What do we have for
0: a troll? A cast trolls based entirely on voice and the fact that I know that these actors, both my choices, would have so much stupid fun with this. Okay. Aquafina.
1: Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you there.
0: Aquafina would be a ridiculously fun troll. And any one of the trolls, even like the the rot troll, and like I she would just have so much fucking fun with it. Also her voice has got that weird rasp and and like it she sounds trolly. Yeah,
1: she does. So for me I went with an actress who has played in this sphere before um with Hellboy. Um she's also voiced a witch on DuckTales, funny enough, but uh this is Selma Blair.
0: I I love her work.
1: Yes, she's done a lot. She uh I really liked her in Lost in Space as well. Is she in Lost in Space? She's
0: Lost in Space in the TV show. Oh, in the TV show. I- yeah. Did not watch that. I saw the movie and went, that's enough of that nonsense.
1: No, no. I, I the, the TV show's not bad. I mean, it's not the most stellar thing, but it's not bad.
0: Um, what about for your male troll? Gilbert Gottfried.
1: I mean, yeah. I went with Rory McCann, who's another Game of Thrones alum, which is why I'm shaking my head. But, but I went was I Was also an Invincible, but, Dan? Or the Mars, or the Marvel no, Marvel he wasn't. Fuck you. You also had a bunch of Invincible actors. Did I? Yes. Jason Manzoukas is an in
0: Invincible. That was the
1: one. Um... Oh, Walton Goggins was Walton well. Goggins is in it. Zachary Quinto is in it. Seth Rogen.
0: I guess he was, wasn't yeah,
1: he? Yeah, he's Alan the Alien. For me, it wasn't so much because of Game of Thrones with Rory McCann. It was Shaun of the Dead. No,
0: Hot Fuzz. The Yorp,
1: right? As a troll, like, oh
0: man, he could really carry it. Uh, I'm sorry. Gilbert Gottfried is just the gross troll voice. <sighs> and I also, I want to just mocap him dicking around in, in, <laughs> in knee-deep water. I, I I watched Jack and the Beanstalk,
1: which is a movie that he's done recently. It was 2019, I think, the movie was made. Um, and he plays the goose who lays the
0: golden egg. I will never watch this movie for, uh, for the words that just came out of your mouth. You
1: 100% should watch this movie because it has, like, Christopher Lloyd as a teacher and um, it, it has Wallace Shawn in it. That's the movie that uh, has Wallace Shawn. It's a kid's movie, through and through. But there are lots of little, like, callbacks to a lot of these actors' previous movies in it as well. Like, there's a lot of references. And, like, he mentions the fact that, man, I'm the bird. At least I'm not in a desert this time, right? Because, I mean, he voiced Iago. Yeah. So, Adam, we're done. I have a lot more respect for casting directors now. This this was not as easy as I thought it would be, um, especially since I doubled up on a couple.
0: I want to swap <laughs> Rick Yoon and Gary Oldman. I want Gary Oldman as my lich and Rick Yoon with, with his cheekbones to be... To be my Celestial.
1: Okay, I'm with you. I, I don't think there are any that I would really switch out. Do you, do you have any, like, actors that you had that you just couldn't place?
0: Yeah, I I pretty much said that as I was going along. There are also some actors who have died that I really wanted. Uh, Bill he should have been in this list somewhere. Yeah. Like, there are just some people that, that should be... Honestly,
1: I put, I put Carrie Fisher in a couple places and then went, Ah, no, right? And, and backed away just
0: because she's so iconic to me. But I... Like, For all of the voice work, we didn't talk about Mark Hamill. Nope. Right. There are some people that deserve to be. And like there are other people like Harrison Ford. A younger Harrison Ford would be a great fighter. Right. Like there are certain ways that we could have gone about this. I like doing it kind of a modern. Yeah. Like
1: if we were to cast this movie that is being shot
0: next year. Yeah. Right. Instead. I mean, that's why there's no Christopher Lee.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, Any other thoughts about this before we move on?
0: Um, before we wrap up, I'm going to make a post on Reddit with links to all of the IMDb pages for people to, to check out. And I would like everyone to go over, if you've got some ideas, go check out that post on Reddit and hit us with why we're wrong. And more specifically, why Dan's wrong. Hey,
1: now, anyways, we listed off about 200 friggin' names here, which is more celebrities than I thought we knew. Uh, Let us know what other glaringly obvious options we missed and stay tuned for next week when we start talking about storylines and plot devices. That'll be it for this episode of the It's a Mimic podcast. If you like to support us, we have a donate button on our website at www.itsamimic.com. We also rely on word of mouth to get the news of the podcast out there to the community. So please pass the word to everybody you know that we're available on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, as well as most podcast apps. Thanks again for listening to It's a Mimic, where you never know what you're gonna get.
2: Thank you for listening to another It's a Mimic production. Inquiries, shout-outs, requests, and mailbag questions can be sent to
1: info at it'samimic.com.
0: Okay, so what director would you put on? We've talked about actors and stuff. Yeah, okay. Just like who would you want to be your dungeon master?
1: So so what director? Yeah. I mean, I've I've said Edgar Wright. I said that last week. Yeah. Uh, I think Ron Howard could probably pull it off quite well. I'd want to uh, flee from any table Zack Snyder
0: was on. Well, all the dice just fall in slow motion at that point. Right? And
1: have lens flares.
0: Yeah. My answer would probably be, I mean, can you go wrong with Peter Jackson? I want to see Ridley Scott handle you, it. You can't go wrong with Peter Jackson.
1: Well, I mean... Uh, if you go wrong with Peter Jackson, if you try to tell him what his campaign is going to be, no, you know, if he's had
0: time to prep it
1: and do his own thing, it's going to be a masterpiece.
0: I I have the right answer. We we totally missed it. The best person for a D&D campaign that can handle weird in a grounded scenario, Guillermo del Toro. That's the one. Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm with you. Get out of my brain. (laughs) The second you said weird, I'm
1: like fucking Pan's Labyrinth. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I want Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I rewatched the new one with Dave. I liked it. It's so good. Yeah, I don't like, know.
0: I don't know why people panned it. Oh, it Emilia Jovovich. I like her. I don't like her in that movie. I like her in everything. I I know what I'm in for. It's the same performance. Resident I mean. Evil 17. Like I honestly never finished this. Playing CGI characters.
1: We've got Bill Nighy as Davy Jones in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mark Ruffalo as Hulk. Zoe Saldana in Avatar, as mentioned earlier. And um, I don't want to say what you've written here.
0: Benadryl cum gutters.
1: As, as Smaug in The Hobbit. Did you say smaug? Smaug. It's, it's it's smaug? smaug. it's Smaug. It's Smaug. It's Smaug. It's Smaug. It's Smaug. Wrong, it's Smaug. It's Smaug. It's Smaug.
0: Anyways. He was also... Um... Fuck. He's been in lots of shit. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. He was. Uh, yeah. What was his name?
1: Fucking uh, the Doctor. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm so upset. I'm drawing a blank on this. Yeah, you of all people.
1: Um, <laughs> there's so many actors. Like I get lost in the fucking. Why don't you just pick
0: someone from Game of Thrones or Invincible, Dan? Fuck off, Adam. <laughs> fucking dickhead.
1: <laughs> or a Marvel movie.
0: Yeah.
2: Thank you for listening to an It's a Mimic production.
0: Okay, you're done. Get it. <laughs>